Hey, Sam. Hey, Luke. What's, uh, what's wrong, buddy? I just watched the hit 2004 film Troy starring Brad Pitt and Eric Bana, but I don't know if it's accurate at all. Hey, we've all been there, friend. This has you pretty messed up, huh? Well, I have good news for you. Ah! Jesus! I'm a doctor. Of medicine? Even better, classics. And I have all the answers for your burning questions about myths, ancient Greco-Roman history, and the movies. Where can we get this incredible medicine? Over on the podcast, Greased Lightning. It's on all your favorite podcatchers. It will be the sweet ambrosia of the gods. New episodes every other Monday. Hey, all you cool cats and kittens. It's me, your old pal. Don't, don't worry now, don't be afraid. It's good to be here, though it is also very weird to be here. I have been more like America's dad than ever before. Turn into a wolf and fight your friends because we're back with Hanksy Panksy Bad Romance. A podcast where two dumb idiot best friends are forced by my wife to watch. Well, Luke, here's the thing. No longer are we watching the stickiest, the the nastiest, the Mel Gibsoniest romance movies. We're just watching the Twilight films and the Fifty Shades of Grey films, so I don't really fucking know what to say anymore. <laughs> forced by your wife to watch genuine quality TV. Quality mm-hmm. cinema productions uh, about vampires. Nothing but, nothing but the finest vampire fiction you can find down in here, these parts. <laughs> Around these parts, these are the best year vampires you can find anywhere. I guarantee oh, it. Son, you gonna look far and wide to find vampire fiction better than this, and you ain't gonna find it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, also, I'm a high schooler. I'm Luke Patrick. I'm the other dumb idiot this week. Oh, yeah, I didn't even introduce my... I'm Sam Siegel. Yeah. <laughs> if, you're, yeah. if you're new here for mm-hmm. some reason. <laughs> yeah, I do want to meet the person who's like, yeah, I'm going to start this Hanksy Panksy podcast, and I'm going to just wa- listen to their New Moon episode. Yeah, I see that they've they just... They did all of uh, Tom Hanks. Yeah. They did all of Dwayne Johnson. They did a bunch of disaster movies. I'm going to do... I'm going to do the second in their Twilight series. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like their thoughts on New Moon are going to be real peak uh, versus mm-hmm. the first Twilight film. Um, yeah. Yeah, man. Well, we did, we did watch New Moon this week, so that's something. Yeah, the 2009 uh, Barn Buster hit Twilight New Moon. Yeah. Uh, Luke, did did anything happen while you watched the movie? Uh, not really. Got Chinese food. That was pretty good. Uh, nice. I am gearing up for a move, so my house is kind of higgledy-piggledy right now. Mm. Uh, which, yeah. Yeah, so things are a little disruptive, much like Bella's life. When uh, Edward leaves her in the beginning of this movie, yeah, a little bit. Uh, so, are you telling me that you, um, you just sat in a window of your of your apartment, just staring out as the seasons <laughs> rolled by? Yeah. Instead of helping pack up your your domicile. Yeah, that's exactly what I did. I just sat there from October to December. Mm-hmm. Uh, a thing that happened in this movie and book. Yeah, I remember it. Yeah. Yep. Um, 
Yeah, so that's what I did. No, nothing major. I did once we finished it though. We did rent this through Jeff Jeffrey Beast Bus. So thank mm-hmm. you, thank you to uh, the Penis Rocket Man for giving yep. me uh, this film, digging it out of his DVD archives. Um, but the thing is, Sam, when you finish a movie on Amazon, uh, it goes back to the title screen for it, where you can hit play and captions and all that stuff, and it says right at the bottom, "You rented this." Period. Uh, which is a little judgy, I think. It's, it's fairly confrontational. <laughs> you rented this. You um, rented this. You rented this? Do you want to go through a few line reads of that? Yeah, yeah. Can, so I think there's like, you rented this? Uh, you rented this? You rented this. Yeah. You rented this? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the one. That's the one yeah. I like the most. Yeah, that line read. That's going in the movie. Because um, honestly, that's probably the one that Jeff is really pushing. Because he's like, no, why, why'd you rent it? You could purchase this bad boy. Yeah, for sure. You could have paid me $15 to, mm-hmm. uh, to really, you know, have this guy for the future. Yes. When you want to watch New Moon again and again. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So anyway, finished the watch. Did feel a little judged. Saw that guy up on the screen. Yeah. Did sort of question all of my life choices. Um, I, w- I will say this. So I said earlier to my roomie, I have to watch New Moon. And she said, do you have to, though? Like, who's making you? And I said. Oh, we cannot entertain those questions. <laughs> what I said was. It's not like I have a choice. And she said, you do, though. And I pointed out that in my mind, this is what it's like. It's like I have tied myself to the mast and the Mm -hmm. boat just goes where it wants to go. And now I'm forced to go with it. Because here's the thing. I I appreciate, I guess, what your roommate's trying to do. However, the minute, the, the fucking microsecond that you and I since any any molecule of free will in all of this we are <laughs> fucked yeah. we're absolutely hosed the minute that free will comes into this equation yeah we cannot we cannot entertain any notion of free will in this Mm-mm. podcast cuz otherwise we will quit yeah no <laughs> no human of sound mind and sound body would be like yeah, I'll just of my own volition watch all this shit. Yeah. No, I we have to we have to tell ourselves that we have no choice in this matter. Exactly, my man. I mean, if we start entertaining the idea of free will in this, then it'll be like we just won't want to do it one week and then we won't do no. it. And then that week will turn into oh well we didn't do it last week. We'll just not do it this week. And so on and so forth. And we can't see yeah. I see the look on your face that you want this. You want this there real bad. There have been times, Luke. <laughs> that, you know, every once in a while when we'll take a break, uh, just that that sweet week where yeah. we don't watch a movie, I'm like, huh, I guess my life could just be like this. <laughs> nope. It, it will never be, Sam. This is us no. from now until one of us is dead. Yep. Yes. Uh, or mo- more likely, both of us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In a uh, Thelma and Louise style uh, sort of ending. Yeah, for sure. Oh, absolutely. 
Though I do like the idea that one of us drops dead and the other one just continues to podcast. <laughs> so this um, week, Sam, uh, we did watch. Oh, God damn it. You're still dead, aren't you? Um. <laughs> or like I'm just at that point doxing your tombstone. Yeah. Yeah. Recording Graveside. <laughs> this is Sam reporting Graveside as I have now watched uh, the 507th Tom Hanks movie. Uh, <laughs> uh, he, here I am uh, on hour hour fifteen of the twenty uh, four hour Tom Hanks coffin live stream. Um, he's not getting out of there like I thought he was gonna. Uh, <laughs> kind of wish Luke was here with me. Yeah, uh, but he he too is dead. So and um, he's also not flopping out of that coffin. So. Yeah, he's not coming out of there, so uh, I guess uh, I guess we'll see what happens in the next hour. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, anyway, Sam, how was your watch? It was fine. I don't know. I had some nachos. There, man, there's nothing to report. They, these watches, they're all the same now. Yeah. Yeah, they do kind of get passed through the blender that just says mm-hmm. movie watch on the side. And, you know, they get chopped up real nice. They get pureed, and then you just pour them out. That's it. Yeah, I'll say I was excited, um, far more excited than any 30-year-old has any right to be for about sure. watching New Moon. <laughs> for sure. Um, Kenna did gaslight me, though, about okay. this, because mm-hmm. I was like, hey, is New Moon the one where you, you spend all the time with the wolves, and like, or is it the Italy one? And she goes, no, you're wrong. That They don't do the wolves in this one. That's the next one. Uh, so I was like, oh, so it's the Italy one? And she was like, yeah. And I was right on both counts. Yeah, on it both is, counts. It is both of those. And yes. so we start watching the movie, and one of the wolves jumps out, and Kenna goes, oh, I guess this is the one with the wolves. And I was like, you fucking asshole. <laughs> You're sitting here telling me, talking to me like I'm a fucking moron. Yeah. Telling me there are no wolves in this. Yeah. Stranger Things season one and what you just experienced. These are textbook examples of gaslighting. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, for sure. You and Winona Ryder, buddy. Neck and neck yeah. on that one. You know, it's uh, it's hard. Yep. Going through an experience like that, you mm-hmm. know, Winona Ryder's character got nothing on me. Uh, this is this is far <laughs> worse, I would say. Luke, do you want to break down the plot of New Moon? Sure, bud. Sure, okay. man. Oh, I mean, there's hey, there's not much. There's not much. Yeah. So, catching up on where we left off last time, previously on Twilight. Um, Ooh, this is a new angle for us. Yeah, so you remember it's the plot of Twilight, and then you're caught up to now, which yep. is uh, <laughs> I actually I do think it's worth breaking down because I feel like a lot of people may not have progressed to the second, third, fourth book. Um, sure. So anyway, so everybody knows the plot of Twilight that happened, and then in this one, Edward leaves. Yep. Uh, he dips. He dips. Yep. Anyway, and then Q, lots of time spent just like yanking Jacob's chain, uh, mm-hmm. hanging out with him, and werewolves happen, 
Jacob becomes a werewolf and they discover that werewolves exist. And then you go to Italy because Edward thinks she's dead. So he's going to go piss off the Volturi, the like vampire council, to get his mm-hmm. own head ripped off because it's apparently really difficult to sort of like cease being a vampire. So you got to go to Italy to get that sort of service. Yeah. Yeah. Mm hmm. Uh, Michael Sheen is here. Great highlight in this movie. Um, yeah. Wait, was I calling him Martin Sheen? Because I know it's Michael Sheen. Yeah, it's but definitely. I think I did. I did write down Martin Sheen. <laughs> <laughs> excellent. Truly excellent. Yeah. <laughs> um, can you imagine, though, Martin Sheen as that character? Yes, I can. And it's pretty glorious. <laughs> it's so good. They should have gotten him for that. No disrespect to Michael. Yeah. So anyway, uh, they have sort of a pseudo fight with the Volturi who then they, they promise that they'll turn Bella into a vampire. Then they go home. That's the movie, Sam. Uh-huh. Yep. What'd you think? <sighs> I was still entertained by this movie. Um, I will okay, say this, now. though. Hang on. Huh. Got some okay. caveats. Yeah. Is is it nearly as entertaining as the first one? Hell no. Definitely yeah, what's not. What's with that? Okay, I'll say this too. The the second book, New Moon the Book, also was not nearly as engaging as the first book. So they kept that in the yeah. movie. Yeah, I mean like I I get what they're doing. Yeah. Um, because like most of what happens in this book and in this movie is that Bella is um deeply depressed. Yeah, she just kind of has clinical depression, doesn't she? In this yeah. one. Yeah. And um, I I feel pretty qualified to say that uh, depression ain't exactly the most exciting of the mental illnesses. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean. For sure. I mean, when it's this level or this specific flavor of depression, which is like when you open your phone and you look at your timeline and you realize that you've only just sort of moved around to your house inside your house for the last four or five months and um, haven't gone anywhere. Uh, hey, mm-hmm. hey, Luke, you're just describing me. <laughs> um, <laughs> that may be... <laughs> <laughs> that may be. Feeling a little called out here because, yeah, if you look at my Google timeline, what you will see is pr- prior to 2019 or 2020, uh, a man who did things. And then from 2020 on, a man who went home, uh, went to work and went home. Yeah. Yep. And And then once things started easing up with the pandemic, did not change. Yeah, I mean, I feel yeah. that too, man. That's a big yeah. mood for a lot of people. I mean, I mean, Luke, you recently got on to me because uh, I told you that a good day for me is getting a thousand steps. <laughs> so, <laughs> if, it, if it walks like a duck and quacks like a duck, I don't know what to tell you, my man. You and it Bella. It takes sertraline like I do. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> See, that's the difference, is that you're getting you're getting help. In my notes, I have in all caps, see a doctor of any type. Um, yes, yeah, sp- though preferably not Carlisle Cullen. 
Yeah. Prob- well, even he can su- uh, prescribe you some Lexapro, my man. Like, he, yeah, he probably could get you some fucking, like, uh, Prozac. Yeah. Maybe a nice, uh, you know, Z- Zoloft something. Something. He can hook you up. See a doctor. Because you're not wrong. And I remember this book very distinctly because I thought, Twilight, okay, this book's awesome. Then I got mm-hmm. to the second book. And Bella's moping. Okay, keep reading. All right, Bella's still moping. And then like uh, 200 pages in, guess what, bud? Bella's still moping. Yeah, she's a real sad sack in this one. Yeah. Um, which is, look, it's fine. Um. You know, we all occupy that space mm-hmm. at one time or another. But, uh, boy, is it not the most fun thing to watch. It is not. No. And the only reason I bring up your... I wasn't calling out your Google timeline, but now that we've identified it as your Google timeline... Uh, yeah, I mean, it's fair. Not the most entertaining thing in the world to watch a man just sort of putter about his house. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, and that's why I've not filmed myself. Yeah. Yeah, your OnlyFans yeah. is not gaining a lot of traction. No, it is. You know, the funny thing is, I really thought people would like, um, like watching my War Thunder gameplay <laughs> because you know I keep I keep posting it and saying like, um, Sad Boy gets fucked raw, yeah, uh, by by like forty guys and. People keep commenting and they're like, you're just losing in a tank game. Yeah, you're just losing in video games. And to be fair, you do have your dedicated fans. You do have like maybe a dozen people that this is their jam. Oh, they love seeing my tank get done blowed up by other tanks. (laughs) They can't get enough of that extremely sexual content. But for most people... uh, Yeah. Yeah. It's not what they want. It's not what they want. So... There are pieces of this movie that I find really entertaining, like the Volturi or like this insane plot that Edward has to like reveal himself to this town by stripping naked and then shining in the sunlight. Yeah. Um, And like what I love about that is, you know, he could just go outside with in like a tank top. Yeah. But no, instead, he's like, I'm going to take my shirt off and make sure. The entire populace of this small Italian town sees my extremely vicious V. Yeah. Oh, they go. They're gonna see. They gonna see how toned I am. Yeah, man. They're gonna see the viciousest of V's. Yeah. It's gnarly stuff, man. It's it's pretty. It is. It's pretty righteous. He so. looks sick. <laughs> he does. He does look like a sickly pale English boy. When you sort of strip it, him down, like, huh? Honestly, in that scene, he looks like a sickly pale, uh, like, Victorian boy who's also addicted to heroin. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty rough. Um, but all that to say, Sam, I think uh, it's fine. It's not the greatest entry in the Twilight series. I think, actually, the next couple are going to be real slammers, not so much this one. What did you think of this movie? I was a little bored. I'm not yeah. even going to lie to you. That's yeah, fair. It's uh it's not scintillating cuz here's the thing. So the the first movie had a lot of buckwild looking special effects. This one they look a little better. Still not great. 
but better. They did they did um, figure out how to make a human being look like they're running very fast through the woods. Yes. So. Uh, it ain't perfect, but it's much closer yeah. to hitting the mark than, than the last one. But the, the other thing is, like, the first movie has this, like, central conflict between, like, the nasty vampires yeah. who want to eat Bella. And this movie has no conflict. Yeah, it kind of has, it has internal conflict, which, as you've pointed out, is not horribly engrossing. No, no, you could ask Kenna what it's like, and I I feel <laughs> fairly confident that she would tell you, would not recommend watching that film. Yeah, probably not. So I see your no. point, man, it's a really good point, for sure. Which yeah, is crazy, because this, this movie's got wolves the size of a house in it. They're so fucking big. They're real big. I mean, I dare say that they are the size of a Ford F-150 Super Duty, you yeah. know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's fair. And I'm fair. talking crew cab, too. Yeah, no, I'm following. Yeah. yeah. Toolbox in the back. Yeah, man, these things, they're, they're fucking massive, for mm-hmm. sure. And yet, kind of dull. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's incredible. For a movie that's got, uh, you know... Just house-sized wolves running around, tearing vampire heads off. We don't even get to see that part where they tear the yeah, vampire head off. That's the thing is we've got to, ostensibly there's a scene in this movie on the cutting room floor where wolves tear a vampire to pieces. Yeah. And we get like a glimpse of it. And even that they've managed to make kind of dull. Yeah, they did. Which is crazy because just looking at it on paper... Like, when they artboarded that section before they did the CGI, someone mm-hmm. in the room had to fist pump. Because that sounds oh, fucking absolutely. righteous right there. Yeah. So good. Mm-hmm. But in this one, it's just in between yeah. Bella Mopin. So, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I will tell you, this is Kenna's favorite. Okay. Uh, of course it is. But here's what I will say. And, yeah. and what I will grant her. The music still stellar. Yeah, I can I and, interject really quickly. Uh huh. I did write in my notes that this movie is ninety percent soundtrack. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and and it and the soundtrack carries it. In oh, a big, for sure. Big way. Yeah, excellent. Yeah. But um, the other is that she likes um the visual style of mm-hmm. the movie because it's done a lot better, and um. What else did she say? Like, honestly, one of her favorite um, scenes is the the October, November, December depression reel. Yeah. As I'll call it. And I noticed a lot of small things in that that were actually, like, pretty smartly done. Yeah. Where, like, you know, obviously you get the changing of seasons, but you also see that, like, her walls get bare and bare and bare. Mm. Uh, and like that's a nice little effect you know yeah. that's a good bit of storytelling I I will grant the, the movie some kudos there yeah uh, so so I can see why she she likes this one in terms of like the aesthetics yeah I guess that's fair I mean it is a pretty as you pointed out about the CGI the CGI is immensely improved um, mm-hmm. it's a fairly competently made movie all things considered, oh, the, yeah. the Volturi aesthetic, I, I would say so. real good. Mm-hmm. 
Um, yeah. The wolves look great. Even, you know, yeah. uh, whatever we are, 23 years later. Or no, excuse me. 13. No. 14. <laughs> 14. Nope, 13. 13 years later. We got there. Hey, we we're studied good hum- at math. <laughs> we studied humanities, people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. We'll just have to return when it is 23 years later and watch this movie again. Oh, um, please no. Yeah. So I see that. I can see where Ken is coming from. But uh, I will say this about uh, our pats. Someone got that dude some accent coaching because it sounds like a completely different person Ooh, than he did in the so first better. One. Yeah, for real, my man. It, it sounds so much better. Um, Okay, I want to dig into the movie a little more. Yeah, let's do it. Let's Cause, play cause in the I space. Feel like I feel like we're kind of talking around the edges of this bad boy. We're just saying some uh, some random shit here. I, let's dig right in. Let's yeah. open Edward up and let's see root around in his guts. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Let's get a, let's get inside Edward. Yes. Is he Christian? Okay, this is a big ass discussion <laughs> I just had with my roomie. <laughs> because. Sam, they don't fuck in this movie. They don't fuck in this movie, and they talk about souls a lot. They do talk about souls, and he thinks he's damned. Yeah, it feels like he's Christian. It feels like he's, or maybe the author, hint, hint, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, mm-hmm. is super Christian. Because um, here's what's, inf- okay, I'm going to harp on the sex thing for a little bit, if that's all right. Oh, please do, play away. Yeah, I'm to play in the space. It's fuck as an adult, thirty year old man. Um, I mean, I guess it's young adult fiction, but the point remains: the fact that they aren't boning is insane to me. It is pretty shocking. Yeah, that, uh, that these people have really barely even kissed. Yes, they've barely even held hands. But there's an amazing yeah. scene in the beginning of this movie before Edward leaves. Where they're kissing. They're macking. Straight macking. Oh, I think I know what you... Yeah. 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 And they're so horny that it hurts them. They're physically in pain. Yeah, Edward does do this thing. And it... And I can't necessarily describe it with words. Other than it does kind of look like he either popped a boner straight into his fucking pant zipper and hurt his pee hole or something, <laughs> or he did, in fact, cream his jeans, because he just makes this, like, weird change in body language that yes. looks like something happened, and it was not good, and it was below the belt. It was decidedly below the belt, whatever happened. Um, but, yeah, and what's, spoiler alert, what's crazier... Then that is that we have to wait until book four for them to bone and they have to get married beforehand. Much to your yeah. point, Sam, about him thi- probably being being on the J train. I think Edward is a Christian. I think he's a Christian, my man. Which is so wild. What fucking vampire worth their salt is going to be like, yeah, I'm I'm up with the Christ child. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure i'm down on that i drink human blood to sustain my own life uh but you know what i also drink i get my communion wine every sunday 
So yeah, I wonder if they see drinking human blood as sort of like a communion thing. Hmm. Maybe. They're like, you know, people were made in God's image. I don't have Jesus here, so I'll do the best that I can. <laughs> so, a little slurpy slurp, a little... <laughs> yeah. Um, it's entirely possible, but there, there are just some fucking bananas themes that run through this mm-hmm. book. Um, oh, yeah. Which maybe Sam, maybe this is just because we've already spoiled that we're gonna watch the Fifty Shades series uh, after yeah. this. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe this is what we need. Maybe this is the cock tease leading to the the blowout of sexuality that we need. You know, I gotta tell you, I am pretty excited about the Fifty Shades movies because we have talked about a lot of sort of pornographic imagery. Yeah. And we've tried to insert a lot of it in a lot of these movies. And I think I'm ready to be confronted by actual, essentially, softcore pornography. Yeah. I am so ready to get hit in the face with some softcore porn. Is that okay to what? say? I think so. <laughs> yeah. Like, I look, I don't want to see assholes with arms in them or anything. But, yeah. like, just, some, just a movie that is all about two people fucking... Two people plowing each other. Yeah, just rutting like fucking pigs. Yes, I, I, for some reason, I desire this. I do too, and I think part of it is... not in a sexual way. Yeah, yeah, no, I... To be clear. I know exactly what you're saying, yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't intend to pleasure myself during the Fifty Shades movies. Yeah. But, like... It's going to be fucking nice that I don't I don't have to make the movie sexual. That the movie yeah. is doing that work for me. We've been doing this game for so long and we the number of times we've made a porno, my man, to have one fully baked, like to have a movie right? that it's like if Weird Al's presented with the parody song like from the get-go. Like the song itself is a parody. Yeah. Then his work is oh, done. God. There's nothing to He's be like, done well, here. Well, shit, Alexander wept. Yeah. For there were no more parodies to parody. Yeah, Songs man. to parody. Shit, I fucked it up. <laughs> it's okay. We'll edit it in post. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Okay. I I have a big question. Yeah, hit me. With all these movies, it and and as as we have done ourselves on this podcast, it's always Team Jacob, Team Edward. Where are you at? Mm-hmm. Having seen this movie, Team Jacob doesn't really exist because there is no romance on Bella's side of it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, let's fucking let's fucking do this. Are you yeah, Team let's Jacob? Get into it. Team Jacob or Team Edward this time, Sam? I hate both these hard boys. <laughs> Jack dudes, you're not a fan of either one, huh? No. Okay. No, I, I am, I am not sailing with either of them. I don't, I don't like them because Ed, Edward is like the, the, the way the, hmm, the best way to protect you is to just dip, dip, and and tear your heart right out of your chest, 
and and say some like kind of fucking mean shit about how he shouldn't have let their relationship go on for so long. Yeah. And and all of this stuff that to me is a little bit of in the vein of like she ain't going to forget that. Yeah. And except then, except when she does immediately well, yeah. forgive him at the end of the movie. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then Jacob is a child. Jacob um, is actually a child, though. Yeah, he is a child. Uh, he is 16 years old. Um, would be weird to be romantically interested in him. Yeah. And I also find him to be just kind of an annoying prick. Hmm, okay. All right, I hear you. I definitely hear you on the Edward front. Uh, uh-huh. Cause, can I ask oh. you a, a question? Yeah. Why did Edward leave again? I don't know. <laughs> okay, so we're on the same page then. It was something about protecting her, but she's being actively hunted by a vampire. She she's seems... being actively hunted by a vampire, and she... Okay, so he clearly... We've got... I don't I don't want to get off track but there's the whole ghost Edward bit where she keeps doing reckless shit and then oh this you mean, weird ghostly visage of him shows up and is like please don't yeah and you would think at that point the first time you would think he'd go hmm maybe this plan did not pan out the way I thought it would yeah and that this is not actually protecting her and yet he still fucks off to Rio de Janeiro or wherever they go, which they never oh, no. tell us. He's in Rio. Oh, is when he, he gets really? The phone call. Yeah, when when he gets the phone call and thinks that she's dead. Uh, if you look out the the window, <laughs> and actually, this is some evidence. Uh, what do you see in the background? Cristo Redentor, or whatever the fuck, Christ the Redeemer. That big statue in Rio. Yeah, that's a it's, good peep yeah. right there, my dude. It is a good peep, so we know he's been hanging around in Rio, but also we know he specifically picked an apartment where he could see Christ the Redeemer every day and night. <laughs> and I th- I think that's all the evidence we need, my guy. This man is riding the J train. I think he's 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 the captain of the J train. Yeah. Uh, he's pulling the horn on this one. Toot toot, <laughs> motherfucker. Um, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> um hey can i say this about bella really quick uh-huh she becomes an adrenaline junkie in the most boring way possible yeah pretty bad adrenaline junkie yeah because she she becomes an adrenaline junkie in the same way that a, a wino is someone that like has a glass of wine maybe once a month like <laughs> yep yeah, because she, she, here's her idea of adrenaline. At the beginning, she's like, I'm going to get a motorcycle. And she shows up at Jacob's house. But and, you skipped one. Yeah, I did. I couldn't remember what it was. I was just going to move past it. What was it? She goes and talks to a guy who is catcalling her. Yes. Oh, I want to talk about really nice bicycle guy. Can I talk about really, really nice bike guy? Yeah, we are so far afield of what we were talking about, but we need to talk to a really nice bicycle guy. What did I call him in my notes? Nice guy, biker guy. I want to talk about <laughs> nice guy, biker guy so much. Please, yes. 
Because his only offense is catcalling in this entire thing, which is not great. But I will say the most mild fucking catcalling. Yes. He's so mild about it. And then when she gets there, he's just this like really cute, round guy who has these gauged ears, like really small yeah. gauged ears. Who's basically like, you want to get on my bike? And she's like, it, yeah. And then he just sort of rides so her around. Because cause he, he's just like, hey, little lady. Why don't you come over here? And then she comes over there. And it's almost like he did not expect it to happen. <laughs> and he was flustered. Because yeah. he was like, you, uh, you want to go for a ride? And she's like, yes. And he goes, oh. <laughs> All right, <laughs> hop on, I guess. And they're riding around on his motorcycle, and then she's like, "Please stop!" And he goes, "Okay," and yeah. just lets her off. And then he takes her back. It's the yeah. he's just he's just nice guy biker guy. He's nice just guy a biker guy. He's just a pretty nice dude. Um, so again, an adrenaline junkie uh, for sure. This was the pro move as an adrenaline junkie. Riding around yeah. with a nice guy, bike guy. But then she shows up with these motorcycles at Jacob's house, and they're both talking about it like she brought a loaded Gatling gun on the back <laughs> of this truck. <laughs> yes. They're like, I don't know. This is pretty reckless. And it's like, it's just motorcycles, y'all. Yeah. You you really would think that she opened, like, revealed a bag of unexploded grenades. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, you wanna? You wanna fix these? Um. <laughs> the pins are all out, but they ain't gone off yet. Let's kick it. Let's see what happens. Um. <laughs> let's play. Let's play kick the nades. See what see what goes down. <laughs> You ever hacky sacked a, a nade? <laughs> Kick their grenades is uh, definitely one of my favorite childhood <laughs> memories. Oh, playing kick the nades. God, remember when we were younger and we could just grab a grenade and go kick it around the neighborhood? <laughs> Take the pen out. You have fun for hours. Oh, God. Oh, you know, kids geez. these days, they're so soft. Yeah, They've they never kicked a live grenade. They've never done it in their lives, and it shows these Gen Zers, these Zoomers. Um. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so yeah, so so her other her other like adrenaline junkie thing is riding a motorcycle approximately fifty feet. Riding a motorcycle fifty feet and doing it terribly. She like shakes the handlebars, and she's in her going. defense, she fucking. Edward is every, like, three feet distracting her. <laughs> yeah. Which, like, you're not helping, my guy. Because yeah. every time he's like, please stop. And she's like, whoa, what? And and he's like, please stop. And she's like, huh? And it's just, it's so, it's so terrible. Yeah. And it's, it's just like, my guy, you're going to kill her. And then she falls and slams against a rock. And is fine for the most part. I gotta tell you, she's she suffers more concussions in this film than a a typical NFL player. Yeah, she does. Cause the the follow up to this is her jumping off of the cliff. Now, Sam, when we see Sam and the boys, Sam and the boys, 
And the uh, boys. And the boys doing this. It looks like a pretty big badass cliff. But then when she's standing up there, like the jump itself takes like two seconds, maybe, yeah, before she hits much. the water. It's not much. She didn't have a lot of hang time. No, definitely not. Hey, did we ever solve Victoria in this one? Oh, no. She was in the water. Yeah. And then she's gone. That's what I thought. Okay. Just wanted to circle that one really quick. Yeah. Give it a, give it a nice little mark on the page. So, anyway, t- <laughs> Team Jacob. Um, that's yeah, what we were talking about. I think I'm pretty... Okay. Caveat to everything I'm about to say. Mm-hmm. Um, this movie cannot get over the age, the creepy age difference. No, there's there's no viable romantic partner that's her age anywhere in town movie. No, I mean, there's Mike and I do want to talk about Mike, but in in a minute. Okay, I'm just you know, it's disappointing that, yeah, her other major love interest is 16 when she's freshly 18. That's not ideal. Yeah, it's it's a little creepy. It's a little creepy. Um, and he acts it, too. Yeah. He really acts like a 16-year-old boy. Yeah. Not that that makes a difference. Let's be clear. He's No, always, yeah. If, yeah. If he, were, if he were a particularly mature 16-year-old, that would not make him any more fuckable. <laughs> it would not make him any less 16. Um, yeah. Yeah. So... Uh, Big asterisk on this, everything I'm about to say, which is that he's 16, it's super creepy. That being Mm -hmm. said, my dude, I think I'm Team Jacob this episode. I just, he's, he's real bossy. They're both very shitty to her. Yeah. uh, Oh, yeah. They're just like, always telling her what to do and treating her like a child. Yeah. I think she likes it. I think, though. Oh, I mean, she seems to, because uh, so far what we have seen is her fawning over two men who seem not terribly interested. No, and pretty hellbent, like you said, on telling her what to feel and where to be and mm-hmm. you know, what she can and can't do. Um, it's a lot of forbidden love stuff, which is, yeah. for, for a straight couple... Uh, is just sort of weird. Um, it is. It's yeah. a strange look. Anyway, the reason I'm Team Jacob is because this guy, she strings him along. Now, I get that this is a concept that doesn't often really exist, but I here's my mm-hmm. evidence. Um, because I do think, I don't want to play into the stereotype of like, oh, he's a nice guy and she's just stringing him along. No, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that she seems interested acts kind of interested and he says mm-hmm. stuff like I'm into you but she never communicates fully to him that she's really not interested and that he's sort of a bee stringer and that if Edward were to come back that's that's her main sort of bag um, yeah so I think he just gets a really shitty end of the stick on this one yeah he he's not because he, like, basically asks her out at one point, and then she's like, no, but yeah. I need you. And yes. then later she does tell him that she loves him. Yes, this is exactly then, what I'm talking about. 
in the same breath, she's like, but it was always Edward. Yes. And it's just like, you, and and I don't, I don't want to sound like this. Yeah, I get you. just like use him. Yeah. And again, it sucks because these are stereotypes that I don't think often exist in the real world and portray women no. in a way that I don't particularly like. But for Bella fucking Swan, I don't know what else we're supposed to think about the way she treats Jacob. And it seems pretty, yeah. pretty cut and dry that she treats him like shit in this movie. I don't, I don't recall what television show it's from, but it, it may have been The League. I don't recall. But in some show I watched, someone talked about someone else in the concept of being an emotional fluffer. Mm-hmm. And I feel like <laughs> Bella is has made Jacob her emotional fluffer. Yes, 100%. And uh, I think you were talking about this or dancing around it earlier, but I 100% agree that, like... Um, yeah, fuck, what was it that you said? I wish I could remember because it was just pitch perfect. But, um, yeah, she doesn't She doesn't commit to this dude at all. There's there's no... Oh, uh, yeah, no. Yeah. It's it's so weird. It is so... It's so weird, and it's not very nice. No, it's not. So, I'm Team Jacob by default. Uh, I also find him slightly more interesting than Edward in I, this one. I don't... I... I to be perfectly honest, I think part of this is colored by the fact that I think I don't like Taylor Lautner. Okay, interesting. Now, would it help if I mentioned that he's marrying a woman named Taylor and she's taking his last name? Uh, that makes it worse. Oh, okay, because for me, the idea of Mr. and Mrs. Taylor Lautner being literal uh, is I, quite would funny. It, would it be... Mr. and Mrs. Taylor's Lautner? <laughs> Only if they become Taylors. I think that's <laughs> that's a legal requirement. And gotcha. then yes. Yeah. Taylor's Lautner professional Taylors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There you go. Um So can we talk about Mike? Let's talk about Clammy Hands Mike for a second. So, we, in this movie, mm-hmm. we, we are shown that uh, the, the primary human danger to Bella at one point is nice guy, biker guy. Yeah. Um, because he is a stranger who is catcalling her, which, bad. Yes, bad. It's bad. Categorically, yeah. However. Unless. Sti- <laughs> statistically. Mike's the one who's going to kill her because Mike's a fucking creep. Yeah. I don't know why specifically, and I'm hoping you'll fill in the gaps for me, but I, I am so here with you in this moment that Mike is definitely the one that's going to kill her and stuff her in his basement. Yes. Yeah. Mike has some of that, like, pickup artist, like, mm. energy where, like, she shows up at their table and he's just like... <laughs> Hey, 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 do, 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 do you want to like go to go to a movie? <laughs> and like, and then he's like touching her too much, and yeah. it's it's very much like someone who read somewhere online about the importance of like breaking the touch barrier. 
Yeah. Um, and is that a thing? Yeah, yeah, it's a Y'all, thing. Don't be touching women. Just don't touch them. I know, I know, but men are the worst. Yeah. So, so yeah, he's like he keeps touching her, and it's weird. And then he gets really pissy when she invites other people to yeah. the movie. Yep. Um, and and then he's just got a lot of like incel vibes to me. Yeah, down to the fact that he has a weird reaction to a movie called Face Punch. I think was the name of yeah. the movie. Um, he has a like gastric distress response to seeing an action film, which mm-hmm. is a it's indicative of something. I don't know what yet, but it's something. Yeah, he's just re- like let me find it. Yeah, he just uh, he's just very creepy and yeah. like like really jealous and possessive of mm-hmm. this woman that he like isn't really even friends with. No, I mean they ostensibly she hasn't talked to them from October to December. Exactly. So yeah, and then nobody reached out or anything, it seems like. So, yeah. Mm. So, yes. Hmm. Statistically, this clammy white guy is going to be the one who kills her. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, for sure. Now, that, I give you, would mm-hmm. have been a way more interesting film. Wouldn't it? If, if it was like Victoria <laughs> Who, it's actually this creepy, possessive white boy. It's actually Mike. Isn't that crazy? He's um, been posting a lot on the wrong parts of Reddit. Mm-hmm. And reading a lot of posts about how to convince women to sleep with them. Um, mm-hmm. He keeps talking to me about the touch barrier. Mm-hmm. And I'm very tired of it. Yeah. Fuck, dude, it would be Mike. And then you could have taken the whole show in, like, a Twin Peaks direction. Like, who killed Bella Swan? And then we do, like, an in-depth sort of analysis of each person in the town. Dig Mm -hmm. through some of their skeletons. Look through some of their closets. Before we figure out it's Mike at the end. There you go. Who just snaps. Who just loses it. uh, In front of the cops, in front of everybody. Just confesses to the whole thing. It's frothing at the mouth. Fuck, dude. Yeah. Tries to, like, bite a cop's ear off or something. Yes. Yeah, shouting that he killed Bella Swan. uh, Yeah, I I killed her. (laughs) I killed her and I ate her. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so nobody could have her. Um, Yeah. Yeah, dude. I am so with you on this specific point of uh, 2009's New Moon. Um, Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can I tell you an issue I have with the werewolves? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wish you would. When they're in human form, they are hairless. Hmm. Now, this is a point I hadn't really considered, but now that I have... Ugh. Yeah, they should be pretty fucking hirsute, shouldn't they? Yeah, I think they should. They should be quite hirsute. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, these should be some fucking bears, shouldn't they? Yeah, they they should, uh, yeah. Yeah, they should have growler accounts, I guess, is yeah. where we're going with this. Yeah, for sure. And they would get a lot of play on those said apps. Oh, I feel like uh, it, yeah. Yeah, they'd be some popular lads. But instead, we get this sort of, like, 
shaved otter look on yeah, these guys. Yeah, smooth boy. Yeah, just a bunch of smooth boys over here. And I don't like it. Yeah. Hmm. Now, I do also have a question about yeah. werewolves. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, of all the Twilight movies, this one is Michael Vick's clear favorite because it does show dogs fighting each other. Um, <laughs> but Sam. <laughs> my question is... We can't is, print there, that. Yeah, we can. Yeah, we can. Um, my my question is, so a couple times we see some of the the werewolf boys, um, with a Z, wrestling with each other in their human form. Yeah. And at one point, someone makes a bet on who's gonna win the wrestle. And and Bella meets that bet. Is that betting on dogfighting? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So it's Bella and Michael Vick up there together. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and it's worse because they're sentient. Them's them's willing participants, I feel like. Uh, Is it worse that they're sentient? I think so. Because they can it, choose to fight. Yeah. I think the problem with dogfighting is that you're making them fight. I guess that's true. So, I, yeah, I have to yes and the bet and say that, <laughs> yes, it is dogfighting. But maybe not. It Maybe it isn't. Well, maybe maybe that's ethical dogfighting. Yeah, this is the this is the vegan form of dogfighting. Yeah. Uh can yeah. that be the episode title is Vegan Dogfighting? <laughs> Get out of my skull. Because I was just <laughs> waging the over-under on that one. Um, <laughs> like, <laughs> what can we get away with? And I don't think we can do that one as much uh, as I would like to. <laughs> damn it. What about just Vegan Michael Vick? Hmm. Yeah, that one might work. Yeah, hey. I'll run it by legal. And we'll see what legal go. has to say. Luke, would you like some IMDb facts brought to you by McKenna? Fuck yes, I would love some IMDb facts. All right. Each member of the wolf pack had to have proof of native descent. Okay. Fuck yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Now, I don't know if that held true for Taylor Lautner. I'm hoping it does. Okay. But I don't know. In short, yes. Yes, it does. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, so this movie premiered in the United States on November sixteenth, two thousand nine, which was Luke. You guessed it. The night of a new moon. Oh. Yeah. Cool. Hmm. <laughs> uh, Summit Entertainment greenlit this film the day after Twilight came out. I mean, when you're getting those big dump trucks full of cash headed to your door, what else are you going to do, Sam? <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, Taylor Lautner gained 26 pounds of muscle. Holy shit, while filming? Because I would believe that, because he's like a normal boy at one point. And yeah, he, for the movie. Yeah, and then at some point in the movie, he becomes this, like, muscular cut boy. 
Um, it's like they put him in the Captain America me- machine. Yes, that's exactly where I was going with that. Yeah, it's like they put him in the machine for about five. It's like when you put something like an ice cream in the microwave for like five seconds. Mm, just, just to, to get soften it, it up, yeah. Just soften it up a little bit. Uh, this is our what our <laughs> audience comes here for is pro tips on how to enjoy your ice cream better. Um, yeah, it's yeah. like they put them in the, the Captain America microwave for like 10 seconds. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, there is no red in the film until the Italian sequence. Oh, man. Can I tell you how much I love hearing the Italian sequence? The Italian in, sequence. In any context sounds incredible. Oh, yeah. yeah. You'll know it when you get to the Italian sequence. Ooh, hey, uh, Giuseppe. <laughs> Votori. Hey. Hey, Gabagool. It's the wrong accent. Mario. Um, <laughs> New Moon is Robert Pattinson's favorite book in the series. That man likes to brood. That's what we're, we've just boy, learned. D- Someone needs to talk to that sad boy. Yeah, this sad boy likes to be a sad boy. Likes to do some yeah. brooding, whether it's here or whether it's in Batman. Our pets likes to do some brooding. Yeah, he should... Maybe... Do you think he would want one of my therapy sessions? I think if you donated... One, I think your therapist would find that utterly enthralling. Uh, mm-hmm. To just have our pets show up randomly. Right? Um, and then, and two, I think... Like, mm-hmm. If he just showed up and was like, Hello, uh, I'll be taking uh, Sam's appointment today. Yeah. Yeah, that would be... If our pets showed up in place of literally anybody when you weren't sure. expecting him, it would be quite the shock and quite the titillating experience. Like, let's say you're at McDonald's getting your Big Mac mm-hmm. for the day. Um, and who's at the till? But it's fucking our pets, man. God, wouldn't that be something? That would be something. So but You also know that my therapist at the, at the top of that therapy session would make a note that's like, talk to Sam at the next therapy session about not giving away his therapy sessions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can't do that. Yeah. So outside of that specific concern, I think your therapist would really like it, and I think our pets would gain a lot from it. So I think yeah. so. Yeah. Uh, okay, so Jamie Campbell Bauer, uh, who uh, played Vecna in uh, in Stranger Things, Okay. Uh, he apparently auditioned for the role of Edward. Hmm. Maybe a bullet dodged on that one. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Definitely. Definitely got out. Got out good there. Um. And then many theaters in the United States sold out for this movie two months mm. prior to release. See, I didn't know there was a waiting list for these things. Uh, yeah, apparently so. Because I showed up for the fourth one, part two, uh, uh-huh. on a whim and had didn't have a reservation. They seated us anyway. So that's some news to me. Yeah. But maybe some of the steam had let off by the time we got Must to that have. one. Yeah, yeah sure. I think people were pretty tired. 
by movie five. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah. Well, what, what, what else you got here? Hmm. Let me check the old notebook. But Sam, honestly, I don't think I have too much else. Um. Uh. Yeah. The last thing I have to say, and then uh, maybe we can get out of here, is that mm-hmm. uh, it drives me fucking insane that Bella sends an email to Alice. Sends hundreds of emails to Alice, and every time she gets the immediate notice, mail delivery right. failure, and she keeps trying. But that's not how the internet works. No, and also they are miserable emails. I wouldn't read a single fucking <laughs> yeah. one of them. It's like the Wario World version of Sex in the City, in some ways. It makes me wonder if what uh. What Alice did was actually not delete her email account, but instead set it up so that when she receives an email from Bella, it just yeah. automatically sends an email crafted to look like a, like, bounce. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd fucking believe it. I mean, with the, the absolute drivel being sent her way. Yeah. And it must be clogging up her fucking inbox something fierce. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's like... Trying to get car insurance quotes and stuff. Instead, it's just chock full of fucking Bella's diatribes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and I have one one more comment. Okay, from, yeah, hit me. At, at the end of the movie, uh, Edward says, marry me, Bella. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yep. And her response is, <gasps> wrong, wrong answer. <laughs> Can confirm that's not what you want to hear. Yeah. Utter shock. Utter genuine shock is never yeah. a good look, is it, in that and situation? Like, not even happy shock either. Yes. It just sounds like genuine fucking fear. Well, the next line was uh, he says, uh, Marry me, Belle. And she goes, <gasps> You are a Christian. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but they had to cut it so <laughs> yeah you are you you do love christ <laughs> you were serious about no sex before marriage oh yeah i mean really this is one purity ring away from being a pure flicks film yeah it kind of is in a lot of ways um yeah well luke um do we want to make any predictions about next week's movie, which is Twilight Saga Eclipse? Um, something, something. The cocaine addiction has deepened. Uh, there's a nightclub called Eclipse where they're all doing coke. Mm, yeah. Uh, something, something. Uh, Edward starts cutting hair professionally. Yeah. Well, folks, thanks for listening to another episode of Hanksy Panksy. You can find us on Facebook at Hanksy Panksy Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Hanksy Panksy. You can find us on Instagram at Hanksy Panksy Pod. And you can send us an email at HanksyPanksyPod at gmail.com. You can also head on over to our Patreon at Patreon.com slash Hanksy Panksy. Uh, we do uh, monthly episodes. We are very late on the September one. But, you know, Luke's moving stuff's happening. We'll get to it, goddammit. Uh, though, though we do apologize for, for yeah. being late. Mm-hmm. Um, but we've got some other fun stuff over there, and uh, if you join, you can become one of uh, one of Hanks's heroes, like Russell Tuck and Daniel. Uh, guys, 
I'd never leave you to go to Rio. Uh, Luke, yep. do you have a final quote for us? Barely. Um, it is said by Michael Sheen, and it is fascinating. <laughs> you like that one. <laughs> Thanks for listening to another episode. Hexy Fixy Bad Romance. We'll be back next week with this Twilight Saga <laughs> eclipsed. <laughs>